0: Welcome to the Embodied Creatives Podcast, where your hosts, Bronwyn and and Bianca, talk everything and anything creative. Why are you talking like this? I decided to, and that's what we're going to go for. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) (laughs) On to the episode. Welcome back to the Embodied Podcast. This is our third, fourth?
1: Third, third episode.
0: Third episode. Um, We are in a brand new space. This is why we haven't been posting another episode, is we wanted to start with a bang for our third episode.
1: A bang, yeah.
0: So Um, do you want to tell us about where we are at the moment, B? Yeah, so quickly
1: before that, if anyone hasn't listened to our previous episodes, I am Bianca, one of your hosts, and this is. Bronwyn. Woo! <laughs>
0: this is going to be so awkward to listen back to because I'm not used to this again.
1: Also, I'm just staring at this mic. I know. I I'm just like staring. Peeking.
0: I know. I'm not used to not looking at you. I feel like sometimes looking at you makes me feel a bit better. That's so sweet. <laughs> <laughs> Okay. So Speaking of, Bianca's just gotten a brand new haircut and it was the best thing watching her walk into a restaurant.
1: Transformed. I'm feeling very burlesque.
0: Yeah, she walks into a restaurant and, and she has like a thousand more confident steps in her. I love it.
1: <laughs> more confident steps. Checks my step count on my watch. Step
0: count. Sometimes, sometimes we only go out because Bianca hasn't finished her steps. Yeah,
1: that's a problem. Or is it? Anyway, we're getting so distracted. So yes, new space, new us, new haircut. So basically, we're in the space called Kaya. Um, stands for Come As You Are, which I absolutely love. Um, we're starting to collaborate with this kind of creative hub. Um, so it's a space dedicated to creatives, to artists of all sorts. Um, and we're going to be starting to create some content here. And our podcast is one of those things
0: yeah so we are super excited um huge shout out to brad he's the ceo ceo yeah the main man the main man the main creative genius behind kaya and he's graciously allowed us to use his space and also taught us a lot about this equipment because we walk into the room and it's very overwhelming
1: Yeah, there's a booth, there's two mics, we colour coordinate with the mics, which makes me very happy, there's lights, (laughs) there's a rig, it is soundproof, you know, it's really a step up to our one mic on our kitchen counter with dogs barking in the background. Yeah, that was a problem.
0: That was a problem. I mean, it worked. I love my dogs. But here we are. They're not my dogs, but...
1: (laughs) I love my dogs, but they're
0: not mine. (laughs) (laughs) I was snuggling with one of them this morning, made me feel very special.
1: Okay, so yeah, Kaya... Kaya and Embodied. Yeah, so
0: Kaya and Embodied are going to be working together with podcast releases and video projects, and it's a whole new exciting space. A whole new
1: journey that we're going on. And yeah, watch the space. Who knows what's going to come out of it?
0: Yeah, we've been very quiet um, as Embodied um, for the past, I want to say, month or two three months actually. It's been a
1: hot minute.
0: So the last event that we did was in December, beginning of December, our first and most recent event um, and the reason why we've taken so long to start this up again is because B and I are in a very weird position right now juggling passion projects and actual income streams at the moment.
1: But I feel like that's the nature of creatives and artists. You know, you always have to have many hustles to keep yourself afloat.
0: Yeah, so it's been quite difficult juggling Embodied within everything, but we've made a conscious effort to make time for Embodied because this is what we want to do, and this is eventually what we want to focus all our time on, um, and we need capital to do that. So that's what we're going to be speaking about today is actual income streams versus passion projects corporate versus creative um we're okay. just going to yeah be speaking about what we're doing at the moment
1: yeah and juggling everything else in between
0: <coughs> i need a cough sorry so let's
1: maybe start off with how are you doing bron oh gosh such a It's been question. it's been a, a while since we've sat down together and Had
0: a mic in our face. (laughs) Sure. How are you doing? Sure. I to be I mean, this is this is a time I feel like our podcasts are so super honest and I feel like I actually haven't sat down with you and been completely honest with anyone actually
1: for time. Here we are.
0: Two months. I mean I'm a very honest and I'm a very open human being, but I feel like I've been distracted and I'm distracting myself to avoid reality.
1: Yeah, and I think that's a very common thing. we busy, 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 but we never actually sit down and kind of take into account what's going on, you know?
0: Like, it's weird actually just sitting down and doing nothing and just speaking.
1: Yeah, I feel like we should be doing this more often.
0: We probably should. It's, like, it's almost like a form of meditation, it's actually. It's a
1: therapeutic experience, isn't it?
0: It is actually now that I'm thinking about it because I got my laptop on, but like all I want to do is just go to my Excel spreadsheet and like update it with numbers and things, which is what I have to do. But (laughs) I can't really do that.
1: Yeah. So I come back to the question: what's what's (laughs) been up? What's happening? What's um? Let's let's give some context and insights to where you at with all your jobs, your hustles, your whatever you want to call it. Um. Yeah.
0: Okay, so for those who are new listening to the podcast, Bianca and I are both performing artists. Um me I'm more of a, a dancer and a photographer and videographer. And I've been doing that for the past year or two in terms of a professional space. But obviously with COVID things kind of crashed down a little bit. So I've been hustling for a full-time job to actually get some sort of income coming in. And this year, yeah, it was this year, Feb, I met someone in the real estate business. And I'm now a commercial broker and I'm their marketing consultant. And it's been a very interesting shift um, because I am not used to the corporate world at all. Um, so, in answer to your question, I'm feeling very conflicted.
1: Conflicted, yeah, yeah.
0: Because I have a I have a lot of days where like I enjoy. I enjoy the corporate industry. I enjoy the sales. I enjoy the people. But I'm not doing enough creative outlets. I'm not actually surfing. I'm not like just giving my time and my body a little bit of a break. Mm. Um, yeah,
1: but I think. With anything that we start, that's new, you know, we you move into a space that's not familiar. um, Of course, it's going to feel overwhelming. It's going to feel like a lot, and it probably will settle. You know, Um, but yeah, like we said earlier, I think it's super important just to kind of take a step back, reevaluate, reassess sometimes. Um, Okay, so conflicted. Do you want to elaborate on that?
0: I just I don't know where my identity stands at the moment, to be honest with you, Mm. because like I've been doing, you know, some side dance jobs, as Bianca knows, and I've been doing photography still. Like, it's not like I'm stopping, but
1: you just kind of spread so thin across so 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 many platforms. yeah. Yeah. And I
0: just feel like so many people want like a little piece of me and I'm just like.
1: (laughs) Yeah, and I think it ties into that kind of say like the power of no, like, you know, Oof. the whole boundaries thing, which is a whole nother topic. Um, I mean, it's probably something we touched on in our previous episode on the whole. This work. is
0: probably a topic that will probably come up every single podcast.
1: Yeah, because I think it's a huge thing, not only within the creative space, but within humanity at the moment. Humanity. I love how <laughs> oh, you say, say the humans. H's.
0: No, some you Poole you manatee. say humanity. <laughs> um yeah, and I think it's it all comes down to people pleasing and as entertainers, like that's our job <laughs> is that we we please people with entertainment. So it's it's difficult to actually be in a corporate industry and actually say to some people, you know what, I actually can't do this one little thing for you Which you can easily Google um, Because I've got so much work to but do But you know I
1: think it's also The the coming as from a dance world we so used to Like Moving and like living up to Other people's expectations mm. Which are often really high The standards are high The expectations are high The self expectations are the highest And um we take that kind of idea into many aspects of our lives. Um, And I don't think we often think about how other people don't see it as that. Mm. You know, we we have this immense pressure and expectation on ourselves that we think others are imposing, when in actual fact, they don't see it as such a big deal.
0: That's so true. That's so true because it, it hits so... It hits home, because yesterday my boss was even like, now Bronwyn, please do not work over the weekend. Like, I want to see you on the beach tomorrow.
1: Yeah, but in our heads we're like, oh, that means we definitely have to work on the weekend, right? Yeah,
0: well, it means like... That means I have time,
1: why am I not using it? Productively? Exactly.
0: And look where we are now.
1: Yeah, and like, the whole productivity thing, its you know, it just buys into that grind culture kind of concept. But... Hmm. I yeah. mean it's a
0: good thing it's a good thing that we have such a strong work ethic but like I've reached that point where I feel like I'm numb because I'm burnt out and it's so difficult to actually rein that back in because what ends up happening is people expect that of you it's like once you, once you start full steam. Especially in a new space
1: a new job, a new whatever you want to call it if you're going to be such a go-getter from the start, you know, like always kind of um, doing anything that everyone asks. They're going to expect that from you for basically ever because they, they just assume, okay, this is the standard we're setting, you know.
0: But, you know, it in the same breath, though, like I would never do anything different, though, because...
1: No, I know, because if, that's if ingrained in us, that's that, our work ethic, that's yeah. how we do things. If
0: I didn't do that, I would be like, okay, well, I could have done it so much better. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like, <laughs> you know, where's that balance of actually like maintaining that go getterness?
1: Hmm. And I think that also comes again from that whole go getter being proactive. Um, when, especially in the freelancing world for artists, you have to do that. Otherwise, you're not going to get jobs, you know? Mm. So, of course, it's ingrained in us, and that's the way we move, that's the way we react to situations. But I think it's just making a conscious effort when stuff like that comes up, being aware, ooh, okay, maybe I can take a step back. Maybe I can approach this, not with 120%, maybe 99% is fine, you know? And that will make a difference already, I think, when you can consciously see it for what it is, rather than just go, go, go.
0: you actually helped me you helped me realise that when did we have our last embodied meeting? Last week, last weekend. Yeah. And um Bianca was like, Why are you working on the weekend? Why? And it's and it's like <laughs> for me I'm like, Okay, but I have to get this done. Like it my boss calls it compulsion completion disorder. <laughs> <laughs> Once I start something I have to finish it. Yeah. But it's nine to five Monday to Friday for a reason. And, um,
1: yeah. And if you, if you have you, to have a life, <laughs> exactly. I mean, it's a whole different story. If, if like you're getting financially, how do I put this? Um, I don't want to support it. If you be getting paid overtime and you're working overtime, cool, cool, cool. Mm, mm. But you know, stipulating, these are my hours being strict with that, not only with who you're working for, but with yourself too. Mm. And like, I a hundred percent have that. I, Love piling things on, And That plate is Love full. It. Love it. It's full. It's it's with first all the, course, with second all the course, vegan third course. Meals. It's got dessert. It's got coffee, tea. It's got all of it. Like you know, it's full a on oat milk. It's a, yeah, always. It's you know. a buffet, and like I, j- I mean, I'm hungry. So that's <laughs> yeah, <enough.
0: I> <laughs> we've just eaten <laughs> breakfast, and now you're just talking about food and it's making me antsy.
1: Um. Anyway, where was I going with this? Um, Oh, right. So, I, you know, it's, I think it's, it's really, really hard to take that step back and be like, actually, I need to take time for myself. And I'm also such a planner. Like, if I don't have a plan for the weekend, if I don't, if I wake up in the morning, I'm like, what am I going to do today? I'm like, well, I don't like this. But, with that being said, it's such a practice. It's making, Um, like, a conscious
0: yeah no sorry I <laughs> sorry no, I'm not used to like in we in in we usually when we speak to each other like we you know without the mics in front of us we over we speak over each other all the time, mm. and I have to keep remembering to like hold myself back hold it in. I know we're yeah. working on that, so sorry for the double layering of voices and sorry for interrupting b love you sorry
1: thanks um. What was I saying? Oh, taking a step back. Yeah. So it's um it's definitely not something that comes easy to me. And I think for, again, the world we come from, I don't think it's something that comes easy to most people.
0: Well, I mean, I think the reason why I find it difficult not to work on weekends and not to take all the time I can finishing the things is I've been so used to managing my own time and managing myself as a freelance artist. And that weekly schedule was completely different. I would, you know, wake up on a Wednesday and I'd be like, okay, you know what, I've got work tonight from 9 until 12 o'clock in the morning. I'm going to just chill for for today, just do a couple edits, like, you know, Mm -hmm. just chill. But then on the weekends, I'd be grinding, I'd be shooting, I'd be... Mm travelling I'd be creating content I'd be doing embodied and it was a completely different structure whereas like in the corporate industry it is it's it's
1: it is what it is basically yeah it's yeah
0: 8 to 5 monday to friday and then by the time weekend comes I'm like what about my freelance stuff yeah
1: but also we're so used to working weekends you know mm. i mean we we trained for as long as I can remember, you know, six days a week. You get Sunday off, recoup Monday, let's get going again. And honestly, I I don't mind it. Like, I don't mind just getting my one day off. It's not really a day off, mm. but whatever. But when... It's a different story if you're working on the weekends and it's something that's filling your soul. But if it's not, if it's feeling like a grind, if it's feeling like I need to get this done, you know, it's just... Um, it's a whole different experience then.
0: You see, that's when my conflict of identity comes in because I actually genuinely enjoy this corporate job that I'm doing. I actually genuinely enjoy brokering. I love talking to people and selling mm. and, you know, marketing and graphics and I genuinely enjoy it. So that's why it's such a difficult yeah, balance. Yeah, I, I get
1: that completely. I probably go through that about once a week. Um Identity a crisis. What's <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, um, you know, for me also at the moment... Yeah, so let's, uh, let's shift.
0: Let's shift. shift. shift so I'm out. in the corporate now and Bianca's gone a whole different way. And yeah. I would, I'm interested to hear from her side because she's doing full-time things, but also full-time freelance. Full-time
1: freelancing, which guys if you if freelancers out there know how tax works please hit me up because would appreciate <laughs> anyway
0: yeah so. my company does that for me so we were briefly speaking about this this morning and with embodied we've had to we're gonna have to register for tax and register as a company and it's all this cuck all this, Excuse- yeah all Literally, this cuck i cannot explain it, it it's just it's it's, just, it's yeah. the stuff we never got taught in school and it's a school system and it's just mm. tax and
1: oh uh. yeah exactly Anyways. so i am basically teaching yoga um i mean i think i've mentioned this before but yeah it's kind of it's a full-time or more full-time position at the moment and then i'm Creating content, doing voiceover work um, for the yoga company. So it's basically an online app. It's an international app called Yoga Now, if you want to go check oh, it out. Product placement. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> Hashtag ad. And <laughs> <laughs> now for an ad break sponsorship. <laughs>
0: That's such a good idea. <laughs> I just thought of that. That's brilliant. Anyway, okay, so we're charging. Realize. We're gonna charge yoga now. No, um, we're gonna charge the yoga so now. So
1: <laughs> anyway, <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm doing. And then I'm also doing design work for different companies, freelancing stuff. I'm writing articles for websites on different topics, yoga topics, um, like all sorts of injury topics, like going from anatomy to all the way to like mindfulness. It's kind of a vast spectrum. But anyway, um, and the more I work on these completely different type of jobs, which in their own sense is creative and it's amazing and it's cool. I also question, I'm like, I am moving further and further away from something where I've seen myself in since I was three years old. I'm moving f- further and further away from this performing profession. I'm not really dancing anymore. I'm not performing. I haven't been on stage in like two years. Um, and you almost get this feeling of, I don't want to say guilt, but this feeling it's of...
0: It's guilt. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Like, why am I enjoying this that I'm doing now but it's not what I've always wanted and you have to kind of ask yourself is you know maybe what I've always wanted just isn't right for now maybe well that's
0: what I was gonna add on I think everything has phases in life at the moment and I think more now more than ever since COVID hit the industry like we've had to we've been forced to put our performance on hold
1: Mm.
0: you know our performances I mean
1: to an extent um because like, what we're creating now with Embodied, like, if you... I don't want to say if you really want it, because that's, you know, the scenarios at the moment are completely out of our control. But you can always make something happen for yourself, you know? Um, and doesn't matter what that is. doesn't matter what that is. If there's intention behind it, it will happen. Um, whether the intention is good or bad, that's a different story. And...
0: Well, it's a tricky. That's a tricky it's a one because really tricky one. Because I mean, the intention behind embodied has always been there. It's at the, it's the motivation that goes a little bit in in waves because we have to shift our motivation sometimes. Because unfortunately, when it comes to life, we have to prioritize other things over yeah. embodied. Yeah. Unfortunately, yeah. Um,
1: but kind of what I'm what I'm getting at is, I think a lot of performers at this moment have, because of COVID, gone into different kind of industries, and they've kind of found their feet there. And speaking to a lot of them, they they're all pretty much done with performing. They've like you know, that was that was the life I had, but I I don't really see it going anywhere. Um, whether they Kind of use the reasoning of COVID and of, you know, no jobs being available. That's completely valid. Or a lot of them are saying, actually, you know what, I'm seeing stuff that I didn't see before mm. when I was in it. And I just don't want to put myself in that space anymore.
0: Or it's actually looking at the industry from more of an aerial perspective and saying, I prefer this part of the industry to that. Like, yeah. and I mean.
1: Honing in on kind of where you want to see yourself in the industry. Um, And I think often we completely tunnel vision ourselves in the sense of this is the plan, that's where I want to be, and you don't see any or all the possibilities around you or opportunities around you because you're so one-track-minded to that specific thing. And for instance, these other jobs we have... It's
0: going to help us so much.
1: Yeah, they it are so has, vastly actually. different, but they've brought together in the most beautiful universal timing people and places and ideas and concepts and somehow they are finding a woven interconnectedness.
0: So adding on that, I actually have something to tell you. Um, well, now's the time. And this is going to be a live reaction because I actually haven't had a chance to sit down with B and, and discuss. We had a meeting this morning with a, a lovely lady whom we're going to be collaborating with for our next Embodied event. And um, slowly but surely, in all of the events and all of the um, aspects of our life that we're getting involved in, we're meeting people, we discussing, like... Embodied is a it's a it's a phrase and it's a brand that's we've been throwing around to a lot of people that we know and it's it's starting to gain traction and we can see like people are starting to be interested and I think that's just a side note before I tell Bianca what the news is. I am so interested.
1: My my curious Gemini is like, oh my god! Please <laughs> <don't know."
0: laughs> um, but yeah, it's it's all coming together. So what I was going to say is with this whole interconnectedness of people and how life works is the job that I'm in at the moment. um, It makes me meet a lot of people like I'm dealing with tenants and clients and building managers. And you know, the spectrum of the type of people that I deal with is, is very wide. And I was actually showing a tenant one of our spaces or not one of, our spaces as Embodied, but one of my company's vacancies, spaces. I don't know how to say this without talking brokering terms. But I was showing him. I was doing a viewing. I'm just going to say that. I'm doing a viewing. And um, we started just chatting, as I do. I'm, I'm a full-on chatter. Chat, I love chat, chat. I love chatting to clients. I love a good chat. Yeah, I love a good chat. Tra- chat, <laughs> And um, turns out he does events. Of course. And um like there I am talking brokering and then next thing I'm talking embodied. And, you know, it was like a okay, let's pause the conversation on brokering. Let's let's chat about events and, and embodied and see how we can collaborate. And um he does a I'm not gonna tell too much about well, I'll tell him I'll tell you off the record, but he does a very interesting product which we can morph into embodied. So, stay tuned.
1: Interesting. Yeah, I'm also staying tuned with all of you. So, this is the first (laughs) I heard about that.
0: (laughs) But the point of that story is that my corporate industry, your freelance industry, it's bringing us people that we would never have ever been in contact with before.
1: Mm. And I just want to touch on that because I think I know from my personal kind of experience, I've always as an artist or creative person, been like, corporate, never, no. Or not even as a corporate job like that, but corporate performing. That's a whole Mm -hmm. commercial performing. Mm -hmm. That's a whole thing. And I've always been like, no, I'm an artist. I need a stage. I need, you know, like a whole drama. And I think it definitely, it always has a place. Of course it has a place. Even in the sense of just meeting and networking with people. Um, and yeah,
0: adding on that actually in more than just meeting people, it also has provided me and you with more of a perspective of life in general, yeah, in terms of the different spheres of life that people are in at the moment, and using that knowledge and using that observation about corporate industry versus freelance because now we both you know you online I'm in I'm in person um you know you deal Which with certain so clients funny. and and it and it helps embodied yeah. it helps our art creation because we've got that much more exposure to these different types of people yeah
1: and you because I think. Up to now, we've just been moving in the artistic circle mm-hmm. and we haven't actually expanded out into other, I don't want to even say industries, but other spheres. That was a good word you used because thanks. honestly, <laughs> we need to, and that's, this is what we aim to do with Embodied, we need to bring art to the everyday person, not to the artist because the artist knows the life, the artist knows what's, you know what it's all about. But the fact is the artist isn't going to support the artist you know what I mean
0: I get you and I this, we haven't that is we haven't pinpointed exactly what we've learned and I think you just did and we haven't pinpointed exactly yeah it's a clicks we haven't <laughs> pinpointed exactly what we want to do because we don't want to do so much when it comes to art but I think you hit the nail on the head you can't we, we're not promoting art to art.
1: No, and I think it's a sad, it is a sad reality because artists aren't in a position to support other artists financially, I mean. Obviously, we're always going to different events yeah. because we want to see the art and see artists. and But, um, yeah, it, you have to bring in the different aspects or the different types of people, the different... Because otherwise, you're never going to break past that sphere of the art world because you're not bringing art to the world.
0: Oh, oh that that's gonna be hit a teaser good. that's gonna that I'm gonna chop that up and <laughs> post it on my Instagram right now um but yeah that's a very good point because I'm just thinking of I d- recently did a video installation with um, Darkroom contemporary uh, it's still on by the way and up until the 15th of May it's at the art Bureau in Woodstock. Inwoods.com, Art Bureau Called Kaleco? Shifting Sands. Shifting Go Sands. check it out. Very cool. Um, super cool. Side Street Studios. Side, sure, that's a... Blah, blah, blah. Side Street Studios. Try say that three times.
1: Side Street Studios, side, studio, side Street Studios, Side Street Studios.
0: Okay, you that. a voice actor. That's not fair. <laughs> <laughs> I should be able to say that, but anyways. So, yeah. um, So, speaking of bringing art to the world um i had a friend that that came to the video installation and it's not you know corporate dancing and commercial dancing which the general public is used to watching it's very very artistic it's um it's got a lot of meaning and a lot of uh, conceptualization behind it and um he goes into the studio and he just stands there and he just watches and he's never seen something like this before. And there's so much talent out there and there's so many people doing this type of thing and, and bringing their local art to spaces like this. But the art isn't reaching the people that haven't seen it. And
1: I think it's specifically in South Africa the case because we, our pool of talent in this country is Massive. incredible. Are matched with our work ethic, which is just as incredible. I mean, you you go overseas to companies, and you can pretty much spot a South African because really? they just they don't sit on the floor ever. They're always doing a fucking pointed toe or something. <laughs> you know, they are always doing something.
0: I mean, you've you've travelled more to Europe than than I it's have incredible. overseas. And,
1: um, I remember the the one audition I did for a company there, well, one of the auditions. Um, I was like an hour before the audition. You know, busting like doing a proper like full on ballet class before the ballet class for the audition. The other people are like lounging, you know, just Just chilling, chilling. Maybe like rolling a shoulder, having a a quick ciggy. Yeah, it's just. And I was like having a full on sweat, makeup running down the face, basically. So, anyway, what I basically wanted to say is, the talent we have here isn't showcased because almost i don't want to say there isn't a platform but there isn't people get demotivated very quickly because it's not appreciated
0: well i mean it i d- i think it is appreciated but it's it's just not exhibited enough yeah, to the people yeah. that it's need not appreciated to see by, it.
1: by enough people that's the thing there isn't like an a culture which is what europe has mm-hmm. and i think that is kind of people are so hungry here. The artists here are so hungry because we've got so much talent, but you know, we're always wanting more where in Europe, it's almost like mundane because it's there, you know, the culture's there. People will come, people will see it. So you almost become comfortable in that. We're here. People are always striving to create new things. Yeah, they yeah. want to create different things, you know, because they always want to draw in different people. But, with that being said, if you're not drawing in the majority of people, if you're being too niche with the people you yeah. you want, then you're kind of limiting yourself in a way.
0: Well, I mean, that that's exactly what I personally like, we've chatted about this before. But that's what Embodied wants to do. Mm. Is like we want to embody in such a way that like. I've just thought of an analogy and I think it's perfect is we literally want to embody the world. Like we want to go from an, like we want to have an artist on the one hand and you know, corporate person on the other hand. And we just want to hug, we just want to be friends. We want to create that connection and expose our art to people that haven't seen proper conceptual works.
1: And I think it's a good point just to touch on to say that, you know, We want to do all of this, obviously, but we are very specific with the standard we set in the sense that we're not going to adapt what we do to please everyone because you never will please everyone. You know, you're never going to speak to everyone. It's never going to be everyone's cup of tea. And that's cool. That's fine. But it's kind of just exposing that to be like, okay, this is what's happening. You know, and like, take it, leave it, do what you want with it. But. This well, I
0: feel like you know artists have turned to "I will do what you want," and that has turned to commercial, corporate, exactly. freelance jobs because that's so what much gets the money. There. So that's what gets much, the money. You know, yeah. you know, big corporate companies they they don't want to have. Well, I mean, that's, this is a huge generalization, but you know, sit and, and watch a very intense conceptual work and you know it's our job as as artists and as humans and as people and now as a corporate person is to marry those two
1: yeah and i think it's super interesting because this for me has been such a silver lining throughout this kind of covid thing we're going through is i think people are noticing they've taken that step back many many people have taken that step back reevaluated where they're at become a lot more mindful in just how they show up in this world and what they do and the decisions they make and what they involve themselves in. Mm -hmm. And because of that, I think the whole events industry is radically changing. Um, The whole thing of like the commercial festivals and with thousands of people, not only isn't it possible right now, but I think a lot of people aren't really interested in moving in those spaces anymore. They want the more intimate. They want the more intentional. They want the... Conscious kind of idea yeah
0: it. I mean if you if you're gonna go out to a gathering, you're not going to go out to every single party every single day because number one that's not an offer, and number two, like you're very more selective, you're more selective with your time and your energy that you exude, and I think yeah. a lot of people have realized that sometimes you need to hold back that energy mm. for yourself and
1: mm. and I was even speaking to an a big events company or someone that works for the events company. And I asked him, I was like, in the next five years, how do you think events are going to look like? And he was saying, you know, everyone seems to be thinking like there won't really be events over a thousand people. And it'd be really interesting to see how long that kind of stays for that idea stays for. And the, the whole idea of like something being a bit more exclusive Mm. or a bit more nuanced, um, I think that speaks to
0: a lot of people right now. And. But also, then there's the whole gap of people who are.
1: Yeah, of course. Like I said earlier, you're (laughs) never going to please everyone. You know, people are. I think people
0: want to party. Yeah, no, no. You're the first festival that's going to be released without masks and when COVID's done. Rocking the daisies back. I don't think, yeah, no, it's going to. The African first festival back after everyone is vaccinated, if that's even going to be a thing.
1: Oh, it's a whole nother thing. But I was definitely going somewhere with this whole... this whole.
0: No, I was so invested. The whole progression of my thoughts. I was so invested. And in also there's, there's these beautiful lights that is lighting up Bianca and I right now. For me, it's like blinding like it's my trans, eyes right like now. It's trancing me. I know. That's why I'm looking at you and I'm like... Are you are even here? Like, the red, the, the color coding of the red is, uh, like, getting a bit much for me. And the amplifier thing, the focus, oh, right, is also red. Wow, also red. That's All why that's everything red. that I'm looking at, and your hair is red, it's just, like, it's, it's, it's quite that. overwhelming. It's
1: Should we change the colors,
0: the lights? Can we change? The, oh, yeah, we can change the lights. Okay. So, ad break. <laughs> we are in Kaya Creative Studio Space um, recording our... Third podcast, and you're sitting with hosts Bronwyn Craddock and Bianca Schultz. And we're here speaking about corporate versus creative versus hustle versus bustle and passion.
1: Hustle and bustle of the corporate and creative industry. The hustle and that. the
0: busts. The hustle
1: and
0: the busts. <laughs>
1: <laughs> My mouth is dry. <laughs>
0: Yeah, also we've been recording for 40 minutes. I feel like that's... We've said a lot. We've, um...
1: Have we even touched on the actual topic? We have, right? Girl. Girl, it's always like, this is our topic. And then we touch on, like, a whole world of topics. You know what?
0: This is our our third episode. I think we we still have liberty to um, play around a little bit and see what works and what doesn't. I feel like the beginning of this podcast was... um, quite questionable
1: also <laughs> just a little insert here i mean anything we're saying not only in this episode but in our previous ones too this is our personal experience you yeah know, this is we Disclaimer. are we are definitely not any sort not even close to expert not even like yeah
0: yeah d- i mean
1: yeah yeah you know we've Disclaimer, and this is so object- so subjective. Yeah. yeah, this is um kind
0: of how we view it and And if you very strongly disagree, please give us a shout. Oh, we
1: love a good
0: We love we a love good a good chat. chat. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we can agree to disagree. Love it.
0: Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you're an artist in the space and, you know, we've touched on something that you would like to add on um, or if you would like us to speak more about, please let us know um, via our website. Oh, okay. So... Which we haven't before discussed. Before you say that,
1: um, we have so many things lined up. Oh, My brain actually can't because every time... You're like can okay, we be doing this then the next day or maybe even like an hour later something else comes up and we're yeah. like oh okay okay <laughs> okay the <sun. laughs> so there's another thing so basically yes yeah, website we've launched a website go check it out if you want to get in touch get in touch through the website um, if you want to become part of our artistic database yeah so our there's a form you can fill yeah. up in our
0: website so the link is in our instagram bio um it's quite a tricky link to find on Google because we're still in the process of buying our domain. <laughs> yeah.
1: Investments. There's still many admin There's things. There's so much admin. Out.
0: But Bianca and I decided like we are going to hold off on the website. We we're going to hold off on a lot of things. So we have our docs in place, but like also in the same breath we just getting antsy. We, we, we don't want to keep waiting on admin to create. So, um, you know, bear with us. We, we are doing a lot of admin behind the scenes and, um, we just want to create more and we want to get our stuff out there as soon as possible. So yeah. Embodied creatives on Instagram. You can find our website link through that mm-hmm. apply to be an artist with us.
1: Yeah. Um, and on top of that, we also, something we haven't really advertised at all is we doing audition tapes for artists. Right. Just going to mention that. Not going to speak too much about it. Go check it out on the website if you're interested in that. Um, Yeah, a couple of events coming up end of May, beginning June, to be excited about. Yeah. Very, very cool stuff. And we're so excited to collaborate with new people. So stay tuned for that, too. And, yeah.
0: I feel like we are forgetting something, but nature of the game, I suppose.
1: Yeah. Yeah. We've
0: got so much. My brain is actually fried right now. Can we go for a burger?
1: My brain is tingling. Can we go
0: for a vegan burger? (laughs) Just for you. I love how you said burger and I just looked at you like, (laughs) and you're like, okay, vegan. (laughs) I actually actually had a client that uh, has a vegan butchery.
1: Interesting.
0: Yeah, I said the same thing. (laughs) It's just like a mushroom. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, it basically is. (laughs) (laughs) Fatty's a mushroom. (laughs) So, yeah,
1: um, for those of you that still stuck around, thank you. Um, Yeah, we appreciate you guys. We appreciate
0: you. But, yeah. You'll
1: definitely be hearing more of us. Um, But we just kind of wanted to give some insights to what's been up. You know, we haven't just been chilling at home and being like. Oh yeah, embodied. What's that? Yeah, I know. everything. it's always day, on your mind. It's in the back on the head, mind, yeah. you know.
0: But um, yeah, I mean, we we're very excited with our new Kaya collaboration. Um, so we're gonna be putting out podcasts way more often now because we've got a set up, uh, space. It's it's really awesome here. It's um, are we in Greenpoint in Cape Town.
1: Yeah, Cape Quarter. So a shout out to any artists of all kind, all creatives. If you are looking for a space to rent out, maybe even just for a day, just an hour, a month, whatever it is. um, They've got filming studios here for YouTube channels, for whatever. They've got green screens. They've got a whole podcast studio. Really incredible. Equipment for hire. They've even just got desks. If you just need, like, time and space, that's not involving your own house. um, And you need to get some admin done. I know I am really get cabin fever, like. After five minutes. So, um, yeah, definitely go check them out um, on their website or on the Instagram. Instagram. (laughs) Instagram. Kaya, C-A-Y-A.
0: Yeah, C-A-Y-A. Come as you are or create as you are. Super cool brand. We'll be probably interviewing Brad in one of our future podcasts. Um, But for now, we just want to get the ball rolling again and start up our discussions with you guys Um, so yeah feel free to check us out on all the socials and we love you lots okay bye (laughs) ouch